Now, Positively Ernie with Ernie Anastas, a New York TV legend and radio host with great positive stories and interviews. Thanks, Ernie. You're the best. And now, here's Ernie. Okay, welcome to the show. Happy to have you here. This is a very exciting time for me. I love talking to my guests, and I've got a great one today. This is Erica Katz. We go back a long way. She's a good friend. You've seen her on television. She's been on the Today Show, Fox News, CBS, you name it. She's always there as a guest, Access Hollywood. Speaking of Hollywood, people should know right off the get-go, you were in a movie with Tom Hanks, <laughs> and I love that movie. It was big, right? Yes, when I was a kid, I was. What did you think about being in the, you, you were one of the girlfriends. I, you know, at the time, he wasn't this gigantic star. I mean, really, that that movie made him. I mean, he he was uh-huh. known, but not like that. Yeah. So you know, I had no idea that it was going to become the movie that it was. Also, you're in certain scenes, so you don't know what it's going to look like altogether. Mm-hmm. So, but you had fun doing it, oh, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. And Penny Marshall was directing. Penny Marshall was directing. I think it was her first directing job. Um, so it was it was. I can remember it like it was yesterday. And then there's a scene in a car and. Because he's there's one scene in the beginning uh-huh. where he's he's not there mm-hmm. yet because he's still young. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then later on, Tom Hanks is looking at his friends because he wants to be little again. Oh, yeah. So it's cool. It was a great movie. It though. was. You must have had a good time doing that. You've I done did. modeling and all kinds of stuff. I have. I was a child actor. You're terrific. Most people don't know that. <laughs> well, we just made him <laughs> aware of what you've knows. been doing. I love it. Uh, Erica, you've done so many great things. Uh, you and I are both into parenting. Uh, we love kids. You have two plus your dog. Yes. Uh, and we have kids as well and some grandkids and as I well. And I spoil my dog. You spoil I didn't your spoil dog. my kids but I spoil my dog. Why not? I mean, exactly. dogs are great. How long have you had your dog? Five years. Five years. That's a long time. You get really attached to you pets. Do. You really do. They're, you do. they're just wonderful to have around. And kids are great as well. And you've written a lot of books. Yeah. And, and I love this book, Coaching, uh, Coach Parenting. This is a great book. And, and you really zero in on how you can really help kids, particularly teenagers, with good advice. And tell us about why you wrote this book. So my son was playing basketball. And his coach told him, pick up the cones, pick up the balls. And he says, I'm on it, coach. Uh-huh. But when I would ask him to pick up his shoes, oh, yeah, I'll get to it. And I said, <laughs> How is he, why does he listen to the coach and yeah. not to me? So I decided to interview some coaches just to see, like, what were mm-hmm. their techniques. Mm-hmm. Then I decided to go to the NFL. Oh, and yeah. I decided I'm going to interview Super Bowl winning coaches to see how they coach their teams. Great. Because remember, a football team, you have all these different personalities how do you coach them to get the best out yeah. of each player? And you talked to some big names. I did. Yeah, go ahead. I tell did. us. Yeah. Uh, I talked to Jimmy Johnson. Mm-hmm. I talked to Mike Zimmer. I talked to Howie. Howie Long wasn't a coach, but, you know, his sons yeah. play ball, and, of course, he played ball. Sure, sure. Um, and it was really fascinating because each coach coaches in a different way. And right. one coach said, you know, sometimes I have to put my arm around a guy mm. because that's what he needs. And yes. other times I have to lay into him. Yeah. And... I realize that when you're a parent, you have to adapt to your child. You can't parent you each do. child the same. Yeah. Just like if you have one kid who never does their homework, mm-hmm. you're going to come down harder on them than if you have a child that always yeah. does it and misses it once. You know, Erica, they all, they all have different personalities. And, and you're right. I mean, you know, we have our kids. And, and growing up, you have to learn, you know, what they like, what they don't like. Even food, you know. I mean, someone might like fish and the other one will not, right. will hate it. So you have to really adjust to that. But, you know, parenting is a great thing. And I want to talk a little bit about that because we, we both love parenting. Uh, there's a plus and a minus with everything. Some like. days it's a little harder than others. <laughs> you all understand <laughs> that they were talking about. But I mean, the good thing is that you have the ability to really shape 
a human being from the get-go. Isn't that a wild challenge? It is, but we also have to remember they are their own people. Yeah. And so they can't be just the better version of you. Mm. So as a parent, you have to learn what your child is good at, what what they can do well. Because, Mm -hmm. for example, I grew up as a dancer. If I told my daughter, you have to be a fabulous dancer, and it's not who she is, then I'm not understanding the person she is. Mm -hmm. So, like my son, like he loves basketball. Yeah. I knew nothing about basketball, but this is what he liked. So I had to learn it so that I could support him and I could watch him and cheer for him. Sure. And it doesn't have to be what I like. It has to be what they like. So it's important to introduce them to a lot of different things Mm -hmm. and the things that you like, great. Right. But you have to follow their lead a little bit to see where they want to go. And you know what, too? I I think we both agree on this. If you give your child a a good self-esteem, if they really feel good about themselves... Um, that can carry them through everything in life. No matter what happens, if they have a good sense of themselves, a positive sense, it'll take them through a lot. And, and I think finding their career, finding their opportunity. You know, someone once uh, talked about how you give a child um, roots. You give them a foundation. You, you teach them who they are or where they come from and so forth, some of the basics. But then you give them wings to be able to fly and go out there and explore and become who they are. And when they do that, they, they have a great time, and then eventually they fly back to their wings because you've given them a good base. Isn't that so important? Well, I love what you said because I always say, teach your child how to control themselves. Don't control your children, mm. right? Because if you're controlling them, don't do this, don't do that. You need to teach them. You need to give them the skills and sure. the tools so that when they go out there and you're not there, they know how to behave. Mm-hmm. And if you're always trying to control every little thing they do, yeah. as opposed to teaching them how to behave, how to control themselves, how to speak appropriately, yeah. please and thank you. If you're constantly coming down on them, mm-hmm. you have to just instill in them, this is these are manners. Right. This is how you hold yeah. the door for somebody. Things like that. As opposed to yelling at them. Mm-hmm. You just teach it to them yeah. and hope that you've instilled something you in them so, yeah. that they go out. You know, teach them. Well, it, teach them that. Yeah, and and you said something about when they go out there. Okay, you're not there all the time. Exactly. When you're out there, I mean, you de- you depend on what you've given them right. and what they've learned to be able to protect themselves. Now, when they're out there, <laughs> let's talk about that because there are a lot of (laughs) but there are a lot of influences erica i mean let's face it i mean not only you know when they're out there talking to people and getting involved in things but let's talk about social media let's talk about reality television let's talk about all of the influences ai and the rest of it how do parents handle all of that what do you think well i am a big believer in telling your kids what you think Hmm. about whatever it is if it's alcohol, if it's drugs, if it's social media, if it, whatever your values are, yeah. tell them. Tell them how you feel about it. Have a conversation. Ask them how they feel about it. Mm-hmm. Because believe it or not, there's been studies done that parents are actually the biggest influence on their kids. People think it's their <laughs> friends, but it's not true. It's your parents. Absolutely. And lead by example. Kids watch you. They do what you do. Mm-hmm. If you set a good example, they'll yeah. follow it. If right. you set a bad one, they'll follow that too. So be mindful about what you're doing. Have some self-awareness. Mm-hmm. Am I raising my voice a lot? Am I, you know, swearing? If you don't sure. want your kids to swear, don't right. swear. Yeah, set right? the example. Set the example. example. You know, I, if I, you I, do, you, you know, whatever is your values, I right. can't tell somebody what their values should be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you, if you want your kids to have your values, yeah. 
You have to show it to them and tell them. And don't be afraid if you see something in the newspaper about a teenager. Yes. That is a bad example. Mm-hmm. Bring it up and yeah. talk about that teenager because well, then you're not seeing you. you now, you're, now you're zeroing in on one of the most important things, and that's communication. Yes. That's being able to talk to each other eyeball to eyeball. I mean, you know, we all have our phones and our devices and so forth, but when you're looking at somebody, like what you and I are talking right now, there's a different communication because we're seeing each other. And I, I think what's important as a parent, uh, I've always found that if I'm going to tell my child something, I will always first say, I want you to know one thing. I love you. Absolutely. I love you. I care about you. And I never that's get off the phone without saying I love you to my yeah, kids. And my important. kids always say I love you before we hang up. Yeah. Always, always, always. I think that's important. I and if you tell is. them that, then they know that whatever information you're going to give them, it's from the heart, folks. It's like I'm telling you something that I, I care about for you because I care and I love you. And if they know that, then you can start talking about any subject and it sets a tone. You know, the other day I was talking to my son and he did, he was upset about something and and I I needed to give him some feedback. Yeah. So I started it like this. I said, you know, you're so smart. You're, you you're you you've got you're this, you're that. like I gave him all his great qualities first. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then I said, so when you're in this situation, you need to think more about this. Yes. As opposed to just cutting right into it. Right. I don't think that works with anybody. I mean, mm-hmm. think of at your job, yeah. right? If, if your boss comes to you and said, you know, you did a great job on the presentation. Mm-hmm. I really like how you did this, but mm-hmm. in this scenario, I need you to do this. Yes. And so that's what you need to do. You need to start with the positives. Actually, mm-hmm. one of the coaches, yeah. uh, John Harbo said he had the 90, 10 rule. Tell them 90% of the time, all the things are doing right. And then the 10% is the criticism. There you go. But you got to do the 90 because otherwise they don't hear it. You know, I I did a story recently. I went out on the street. I love doing that, asking people questions, you know, all kinds of different things. But I did a a story about uh, parents who, um, and it's interesting because we're talking about sports, who are just doing too much with their children when it comes to sports. They, they, They get on the field. They start yelling out loud. They go to the coach and they push the kids so hard. And, and the, the child doesn't have a chance to really feel whatever it is about playing this sport and just enjoying it. It becomes a job. It becomes work. You've got to get the scholarship if you keep playing and so forth. It's not too much pressure, Eric, on a kid. Well, it's not appropriate, is yeah, first of all. Right. If there's a coach, if there's a teacher, they are in authority. And your child needs to learn that sometimes there's a chain of command, right? Mm. Like you could to work. There's the boss. Your mom's not going to come in and tell the boss, my son or my daughter needs more rest. I mean, that's just not the real world. Exactly. And I think it's important to let coaches coach, mm. let teachers teach. Mm-hmm. If you have an issue with it, you can talk to the coach privately. Mm. You can talk to a teacher privately, sure. but not in front of the child because then you're undermining the authority of that person. Same with your spouse, your significant other, whoever you're parenting that child with. You may disagree. Exactly. But not in front of the child. Not you can disagree privately. But I do agree with you also that the par- sometimes, you know, getting so involved does yeah. not help your child. Yeah. They need to learn Give them to the function exactly. on their own. Let them grow. I, I, I hope you're enjoying what we're talking about here because this is a great conversation. A lot of people are listening and, and watching and saying, you know what? I can relate to that. You know, I, I have a, a real interest in teenagers. I wrote a book about the history of teenagers in America back in 1980. And uh, I saw a, a recent survey and they were asking young people, who's your hero? 
You know, when you look at the, the, the 20s, the 30s, you know, Lindbergh was a hero. The American GI was a hero. Mickey Mantle. I mean, there were a, a lot of American heroes. When they asked young people today, who's your hero? What do you think the number one answer was, Erica Katz? What do you think? A sports figure. No, it no. wasn't a celebrity. Their parents? Their parents. Really? Yeah. This is who they look up to. This is who they trust. That's And fantastic. that's a big word. Trust. Yes. If you have that trust in the relationship, think about how powerful that is. It is. It's great. Who's your hero? You know, um, I've had a lot of different heroes. Uh, if you ask me professionally, there's, there's a picture on my desk right yes. here. And that's Walter Cronkite. I know who that is. And Walter was my mentor. And, and I loved him. He was so good because, you know, he stood for something that I believed in. Um, he was the most trusted man in America at one point. He had integrity. And to me, that's very important. Integrity, he cared about what he was doing. So Walter is number one on my list. I also had some other heroes. I like Teddy Roosevelt uh, because he fought so hard. You know, he was young. He had a lot of ailments. He had a lot of difficulties. Uh, but he overcame them. And he had this strenuous life. He changed his life. So I, I like people who turn around. But I also think my parents uh, have been my heroes. My grandfather, uh, they were really important to me in my life. How about you? Who are your heroes? Definitely my grandmother. Yeah. My grandmother... She was a very strong woman, and she she came to this country with nothing. She built a successful business. She was definitely the matriarch of the family, mm. and I feel in my own family that I'm that person. And I'm I like to cook for my family because I think cooking is love. Yeah, I think sitting around a table is really really important. I actually talk a lot about that in my book. How meals, family meals, are so oh, important. And I and I. Nobody's allowed to bring their phone to dinner, mm, okay? Mm -hmm. No phones at dinner. We have to look at each other. We have to talk to each other. Sure. Because that's where the good stuff. Yeah. That's where you get the good stuff from your kids. Right. Is family meals are so... And I know people have different schedules. People work late. But if, find breakfast. Find a snack. Find anything. Place. Yes. But, but meals are important. Learning... Even if you know how to cook one thing yeah. that they like, mm -hmm. it's really important, whether it's Sunday night, Friday yeah. night, Saturday, whatever night you can yeah. make that happen. It makes a home. It makes, it makes a, home. a home. My grandmother was really big on sitting down as a family and uh -huh. eating. And a lot of Hungarian I've, dishes? A lot of Hungarian dishes. <laughs> good stuff, right? Oh, my Goulash gosh. and so forth. Ooh, you know, man. I make good. The, my favorite was polachinta, which is crepes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Crepes. Yeah, yeah. I make really good crepes. Good for you. Yeah, oh, so, you got to bring it in here one day. We'll cook. I will. We'll cook. Yeah, I'd we'll love to cook. I'd love to cook. I'd love to cook. You know, uh, there's so much to talk about, and I enjoy this a lot. Let, let's just talk for a moment. Uh, I do another program called a Positively America. Yes. And it's on syndicated stations around the country. It's on the air in New York as well. And I love doing that show because, you know, it, it gives us an opportunity to talk about positive things. What do you think is good about living in America, raising your family, raising your children? What, what's good about being in our country? You know, it's interesting. I thought about that just yesterday. I walked outside. It was a beautiful day, and I was walking my dog, and I was looking around, and I felt safe. I felt safe. I knew where my kids were. I, I feel mm. when I'm here, I feel protected mm -hmm. in a way like I just I feel like like I'm in a place that values democracy look we all disagree everyone sure. has their own political Absolutely. views whatever they are right. but there's something that bonds Americans together mm -hmm. and I think it's that sense of 
We believe in freedom. Mm -hmm. We believe in democracy. Yeah. We all have the same constitution. And the opportunity to become whatever you want There's here. the opportunity to become whatever you want yeah. here. But I think that core value yes. in respecting each other, mm -hmm. respecting that you and I may not agree on everything, right. but that's okay because we have the right to speak and mm -hmm. say what we want. And to me, that is the most profound thing because wonderful thing. we can disagree mm -hmm. and it, we're not going to get hurt for it. Right. We can just say what we want and we have the freedom to do that. And you know what? We need we need to talk about it more. I mean, we live in the real world. You know, I covered the news four decades in New York, so I've covered the hard stories. And I follow the news of the day, and, and I believe in, you know, freedom of speech and being able to put the news out there. But I think we also have to turn around and look at life and say, you know, there's a lot more to it. And there's a balance. We need the balance in life. We have the bad news and we're going to have some good news. So we need to reward good behavior and make it, you know, make it more positive. I like what you said. And I'm I also, yeah. I'm going to tell you one yeah. more thing. Every day I try to, you know, look, we all have bad days. If only our lives look like our Instagram story, that would be great. Yeah, right. But it doesn't. But I think it's important every day day to think about what do I have mm. to be grateful for what oh, you have. Yeah. I mean, when you have a good meal, that's something mm. to be grateful for mm -hmm. because there are people that don't. Yeah. So I think that being grateful for what you have yeah. and every day thinking You're about right. that instead of always thinking about the bad things yes. can really lift you up. Gratitude and, and, and who you're with makes a big difference. You know, people are like elevators. They can take you yes. up or down and you have to hang around people that, that, uplift your spirits. Uh, I'm going to ask you a question before we go. I, I'm, I'm having a great time. I hope you are. I hope you're enjoying this. Always. Too. All right. If you could give a newborn baby a piece of advice, something from your wisdom that they would give to this child. And at some point in life, that child would be able to use whatever information, whatever story, whatever advice you gave, what would it be? I would say, listen, because you learn when you listen. Mm -hmm. You don't learn when you talk. Mm -hmm. You learn when you listen. Mm -hmm. And you can learn something from everybody. Don't ever dismiss anyone in your life because you don't know what somebody might say that sparks something. Because you don't just write a book because the – how does the idea for anything come right. to you? Sure. It comes in a split second. Yeah. I mean, for this book, a coach told my son to pick up – Cones and balls at yeah. a basketball yeah. game. And that gave and me voila. the idea. There okay. it is. I probably, you know, why I was just listening. So I would just say to listen, 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 because when you listen, mm. it gives you ideas. And listening yeah. equals learning. Well, I love listening to you today. You were great. I mean, I love <laughs> this. This is one of your books, Coach what, Parenting, yes. Raising Teenagers with Advice from Pro Football's Greatest Head Coaches. Uh, Erica Katz, what a, what a joy to have you here. Hold my hand. Thank you. You know, I, I come from a, a Greek-American family, and, um, you know, we're always hugging and, and holding each other in the family. And I think that's so important. And, and we should feel comfortable about doing that with the people that we really know well and we love. But I, I want to thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Terrific. I always yes, love talking Katz. to you. I love talking to you, too. Stay positive always, okay? Always. And you, too, and we'll see you next time. Bye.